Hello! Welcome to Un Cafecito con María Regina Podcast. Have you ever felt down, angry, overwhelmed, or maybe just full of joy and have no one to talk to? Well, this is a place where we can talk about anything that is taking space in our hearts and we haven't been able to talk with anybody. I'm Maria Regina, your host, and I would love for you to join me on the next episode while we enjoy un cafecito. <laughs> A survivor is a person who faces a bad situation, affliction, or a traumatic event and who gets through it remaining strong. On the other hand, child sexual abuse is a trauma that occurs when a person infringes your personal space in many ways without your consent or permission. It's an event that destroys trust making the world seem like an unsafe place to the child who sadly experienced it. Today, I had the blessing to have un cafecito with a beautiful, courageous woman, sister in Christ, who I met in 2019 at a place where a group of warrior women, I love to call them like that, gathered despite of fear to the unknown, fear of being vulnerable, and probably fear to be exposed of how hurt we were by those things that shatter our lives to a state that we didn't know how to put all those pieces together. But it was a retreat where female survivors of child sexual abuse go to learn how to cope with the trauma and to find hope. So, this time is for you, my beautiful friend. My name is Jan, um, and you can probably tell from the accent, I'm from Texas. <laughs> um, yes, we, um, just to just to reiterate a little bit about what Maria said, is um, it was a choice that we made at a certain point in our lives um, to go deal with some things. And I love the word you use, shattered, because I can't think of anything um, more descriptive and more fitting for, I think, the way I felt at that point in my life. Mm -hmm. um, to go to a very unknown place um, with some very unknown people and let down walls that you had spent so much time building yes. to keep yourself safe. Um, I would like to say that, you know, um, I think it was one of the best things that I've ever done for myself. Mm -hmm. um, you can go to therapy for all kinds of things. Um, but when you have our background, it's not just in your head. You have physical manifestations yes. of that you're left with. And everyone always tries to work on the head and the mind and the heart, but no one explains to you how to take care of the things that happen to your body. Um, I'll start by saying that, um, that I am a survivor of childhood sexual assault. Um, I, um, I actually, I will call it a blessing and a curse because I had no memories of it until um, about three years ago. And 
I would wake up and sit up on the side of the bed and look around and start screaming and shaking and had no idea what was happening to me. Just absolutely, um, just was just terrified of it and began to, um, dig a little deeper into those things um, and began to have flashbacks of memories. I started therapy because I did not understand what was happening. Um, And basically um, the therapist said that, um, that my body was presenting what had happened to me. It was finally dealing with, Um, what had happened. And I began to have more and more memories that I had to deal with. Um, All of this time, um, I know that um, I know that the time frame is I was between four and five years old. And I had extremely vivid memories of um, of hands and legs and feet and, and the colors of the clothing, but I had no face to go with this. Um. And I know everyone's story is different. I can recall listening to other stories. And and that's one thing about um, where I got to meet Maria and learn that we all, I guess we all finally had a place to breathe because um, it was like, it was a no judgment zone. It was things you were terrified to say to anyone else because Yes. No matter how sympathetic they were, they could not understand. And to, and I'm going to get tearful. I'm sorry. I'm super passionate about it. Um, it is a, it is a blessing because I knew there were other people, and I didn't feel so alone. And I could look across at a face when I was speaking, and someone shaking their head and nodding yes. Mm-hmm. And so you feel less alone because this subject is not talked about in family circles. The subject is hidden and you leave that, that innocent child with scars and heartaches and manifestations of things that they can't deal with. And they were never, they were never, they never received help. Um, I know for me personally, that I can look back on my life and see how that one act changed how I felt about myself, how I, um, how I saw men, how I thought men saw me. Um, I can just, um, finally, um, like you said, I let go of some things Mm-hmm. It is such a heavy load to carry around. And um, when you're under the age of accountability and you feel like you were somewhat responsible for that, even even though I know that I was very young, um, it still was something that made me feel like I was wrong, um, like I was dirty. Um I don't know, Maria, if you have anything to add with that, if you ever had those types of feelings. Yes, yes, yes. I absolutely agree with everything you're saying. And that's how I was feeling. Um, invalidated, minimized, judged, 
in few words, not enough. Right, right. Yes. Well, and I don't know that you, if you do remember, but that word is something that sitting in sessions and talking to each other back then, sitting there in that moment, I couldn't say it. I couldn't even, I couldn't speak it. It brought me to tears and broke me down um, to where I had to leave um, our meeting. Yes, I remember. And mm-hmm. um, it is still something that I struggle with, mm-hmm. not to the, not to the degree that I did then, but I just felt like, um, yeah, like, like it was minimized, like things were minimized. And, um, and, and the truth is, is that my family never knew this. Um, it happened to closed door behind closed doors, um, with a, uh, alcoholic family member that I was left in the care of a lot because he was the happy go lucky, wouldn't hurt anyone. Um, and my mom worked a lot. And so I was raised by family, but mostly I was just put wherever someone would take me, um, because she was a single mom. Mm-hmm. So I was exposed to a lot of unhealthy things um, that my mind chose to just pack away for most of my life. But I'm going to tell anyone out there who has struggled with this. I, um, I'm here for you. I will talk to you, pray with you, whatever is necessary. You are not alone in this. That's probably one of the biggest things I came away with when um, when we left is that I don't feel alone anymore. Yes. And um, I, I think whatever the situation be, like my family wasn't aware of this and I don't speak about it. Like I, I speak out about it, but we don't say names and no one wants to know. And I still I'm OK with that. That's fine. It, mm-hmm. it is a part of my healing um, to get to the point where that doesn't hurt me anymore. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing was, is we all felt alone in that moment, no matter what our situations were. Um, yeah. we all felt alone, like either someone didn't ex- understand it, did not want to understand it, mm-hmm. um, and left you to just deal with the aftermath of all that. And, um, for people who don't understand, for people who've never been through these things, we all had um, different um, different things that manifested afterwards. I know some of us were very angry type people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never that. I have not walked away from it being angry. I was deeply hurt and felt like um, that if, if someone had known and I had gotten some help that I would not have made um, many years worth of poor decisions regarding how I felt about myself and how I let myself be used by others. Yes. That is the most important thing for me right now is to get out to people as don't just let it sit, please go get some help. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth it. It's hard. Oh my goodness. Is it hard? It oh, will yes, be one of the hardest is. things you have ever done in your life. It's like turning yourself inside out, the most vulnerable parts of you being open and on full display. And you have to work through each of the emotions that you feel. And for me personally, I had so much 
physical manifestation. I think it is the shock my little body went through um, as a child. And I would have um, just anxiety attacks that lasted for hours, debilitating things afterwards. I mean, there were days I can remember um, laying by my pond and just crying and sobbing. And I know that in my heart, I would never take my own life, but I just wanted to die. And the only reason I wanted to die is I just wanted the pain to stop. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I know I have a purpose in this world. This is my purpose now. This is my platform and something I'm super passionate about because what we learned um, during this time is there were women from all ages in all walks of life. Um, and many of them had had not dealt with it for years, thinking that there was no one who could truly understand. Um, I think that so many women coming together, even with that much pain and hurt and sorrow, is still a beautiful and amazing thing that when you come together like that, um, and I'm a God girl, so I'm going to mention it, but I, I believe that God can mm -hmm. um, can truly work in your heart, in your life, and through other people. Yes. Um, Maria, I think you and I um, became close there Um I think we um, yes. we let down walls probably easier than some of the others. Um, mm -hmm. I think that we were truly ready to get through that because we had great things waiting on the other side. Yes. Yes. And we um, we both knew that we also both spoke about God. And, um, you know, that's that's something that not everyone has or aligns with. But I just know there is no reason that I'm alive today, but to talk about um, how to help other people and that he saved me because there's so many things I subjected myself to teenage years in the early twenties um, that I shouldn't have lived from that. I, that I really should have um, just fallen off into. And, um, and so I'm very excited and blessed to be here today speaking to others on a platform um, where I know that there are other people in need of healing. Um, and not, not just for this particular situation, but from anything else. Um, I know that um, my uh, need to be loved uh, as a little girl, um, as, a, as a teenager, as a grown woman, I needed to be loved. And a lot of times in my life, I would mistake a lot of other things for love. Yes. Yes. And I found myself on a path of being used by people because I had zero self-worth. And that's why and you, that's thought, you that thought that it was love. Yes. Yes. Because at that point, I guess we have this hole in our hearts that mm -hmm. we try to fill with all kinds of things. You know, I know that I went through, um, thank God I, I tried drugs and it was just not, um, I did not have that personality. Um, I just ran to people to fill that hole in my heart. Mm -hmm. And yes. there's so many people that will use you. And even knowing um, that you're vulnerable, even knowing um, mm -hmm. knowing that you're hurt, people will still use you. 
Yes. And I just, um, I just feel like, um, you know, I, I, I've been married three times. I'm thankful for my current husband. I will tell you a really great God thing is that I didn't start having this until after his mom passed away. We hadn't been married very long, but his mother is also a survivor of childhood sexual assault. And what better man to place in my life at a time that he was going to have to walk through this with me than someone who knew this same battle and watched his mom battle it. So I just want people, there is hope. There's so much hope. Yes. And if you just open yourself um, to the healing, uh, sometimes it's very hard uh, because we almost sometimes want to hang on to it. And there's nothing but fear that makes you do that. Fear of rejection, fear of it not getting better. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people fear, but what if I open up like this and it doesn't get better for me? Yes. yes. The truth of that matter is, is anything you keep inside of you that's hurting you and eats away at you, you sometimes have to speak it to take away its power. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to speak those things and dis- and let them out. And then you speak life over yourself. Correct. I think that's probably what um, a lot of us have been through is um, p- someone not believing you. Um, mm-hmm. Let's keep that a secret. You know, they're not a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, you must have asked for it, even for young children. Um so much that can bring shame to you. And, and I know for me, I felt like everybody could see my shame. I felt like things were written on the outside of my body and um, the way I dealt with it in life, I was an overachiever. If someone um, was going to love me, I had to do for them. I had to perform for them. I had to, die to my own feelings and wants and needs. And so I was everything I could possibly be in high school, uh, most likely to succeed cheerleader, basketball, FHA president. I made almost straight A's all the way through, but Mm -hmm. your perception of yourself has to change at some point. Um, Yes. It is your responsibility to heal if you ever want to get into a better place for yourself. And if you ever want a spouse or you want a better relationship with your spouse, it is everyone's own responsibility to heal. Even though we didn't ask for these things, you always want to move forward in life. And if you're not moving forward, you're not growing, you're not learning. I don't even know that sometimes if you're not moving forward, that you're not loving in the way that you can. You're um, yes. you're missing out on things by letting this hold you back. You know, I know you expressed to me in our conversation a couple of weeks ago that that you had let go of a lot of things. Yes. And yes. Um, and knowing your story, I think that is just 
amazing that you can get to that. Um, because I can remember hearing your hurt and we know how heavy that felt. And if I can explain to anyone, the lightness in your spirit as you let that go is one of the most rewarding feelings that you will ever have is um, I know the biggest thing for me is I had lost the light behind my eyes. Um, I was very sad and almost couldn't even explain what felt like a blanket, a very heavy blanket on my life. Um, I can look back at the photographs from that time and see how sad I was, um, Mm -hmm. because the weight, the full weight of it had set down on me and I almost didn't know how to even fight for myself anymore to bring that girl back because I'm happy and I love to giggle and I love to laugh even at 51. Like, I feel like my childhood (laughs) was, um, was taken from me. I was very mature at a very young age because I had to be, but each year as my birthday comes around, I try to be as juvenile and as giggly and as happy and celebrate. Mm -hmm. And I'm taking those years back one at a time. I, um, I just, um, I just want people to know that there is life afterwards. You can find life. You have to fight for it. But if there's no one in this world that's going to fight for you more than you, you have to fight for that sense of self and whatever you felt that you lost, rebuild it, regain it, whatever you have to do, get back to that person, pick up where you felt that your life was removed from you, laugh more, get out and just feel the sunshine on your face and Mm -hmm. do things that bring you joy. And maybe a lot of us had forgotten what actually brought us joy. Um, There's so much I can say about it. I just, um, I just want everyone to know there's so much hope. Please don't give up hope. You can heal from things that you never thought you could get out from under. And there are actually so many people who want to help you, but you have to be, um, brave. I think Maria used that word brave. I don't think I felt very brave at the time. (laughs) I don't really know that that's the word, um, getting on an airplane and flying to somewhere where I would know absolutely no one. Um, I was, was yes, yes. And just thinking, literally, (laughs) (laughs) and just thinking, what have I done? Take me back, turn around. Um, I'm glad that you said I'm that. glad that you said you that what? because I, you know how what I, I that's how I was feeling that I was just that opening, I was just opening like, like a Pandora yes. box and then I was like what am I going to do now with everything that is inside of this box how am I going to deal with all this what did I do and in literally like I wanted to go <laughs> back you know oh, that's not but how that works now I'm glad <laughs> no that I was yeah there. I yeah, think the Lord I wish Yes, I wish most people would understand, please just take the first step. It's hard. It's very hard. But um, but I um, I wanted to regain my self-worth. You know, I think there's a part of me that will always look in the mirror and see someone a little bit broken. But um, 
I will tell you, I had an incident the other day where I was shopping and I don't recall what the song was. Um, and, oh, it's, it's, uh, I'm broken, but I'm beautiful. And the lady beside me heard it and she said, well, um, well, whatever, whatever broken thing is beautiful. And I looked at her and I said, you know, I choose to believe that that's when God puts you back together and the light shines in. And she just walked away, but I had to say it because it's exactly what I felt at the moment. You know, I can, I can look at myself and say, yes, I'm broken. Uh, I mean, I, I'm put back together, but it is with some uh, hard work and tears and sweat and a lot of other things. But um, I, um, I do believe that what came back together is, um, is who I should be. Um you know, a lot of us, um, a lot of people don't bear their scars and I'm very open to doing that. Um, I believe that God gave me a testimony and a story. And if I take that and keep it quiet and don't talk about the healing that can happen and why I'm still standing today, if you looked at me and most people don't, if you don't know my story, you would never believe the path I've walked in my life. Um, it is not my countenance. It is not how I present myself in life. Um, I get up every day and I try to have a smile on my face and I love to love people and make them laugh. But I will share that story in a heartbeat just so you can hear the story and then look at the woman standing mm -hmm. in front of you and understand there is hope. It doesn't mean I don't have times of of still struggling a little bit. Um, I think anything in life, whether it be having children, raising children, a marriage, every bit of that, you can think you're on top of your game and all of a sudden something happens. It makes you feel a little bit um, maybe confused why it's happening or not so in control, but, but that's okay. That's okay. That's, that's let down the walls and be human so that someone else can possibly be saved. And, and know that there is hope. Um, yes. That's one of my favorite words after that. I'm always writing hope. Hope for everything. I, I love that word so much. It means a lot to me now. And and, and I like that, that, that you say a lot, that there is beauty, you know, in, in the broken. And I love that. And if you remember, um, that was one of the sessions that, it was like oh, yes. so hard for me. The Kintsugi. Right. <laughs> and then for the ones that don't know, but that's a method of uh, repair, like broken uh, things using gold to put pieces together. Uh, but it meant a lot, you know, for me, it was so difficult. I don't know if you remember, oh, but I was shaking. Yes. I was crying. I couldn't continue. Like, and it was, a, it was beautiful that you all were there like, come on, Maria. Right, yes, you got right. this. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I couldn't believe it. You know, that I was going to find beauty in the broken. And, and that was me. And now I can say it. Yes, I'm broken, but I, I'm yes. beautiful. I um, Actually, I keep that piece on my desk and I share photographs of it. And um, it, in the Japanese culture, those things are actually the flawed things are more beautiful. And, um, yes. and I love that. I love that. It, that is not the way our culture is. 
Um, everyone's taught to hide things and, and to put your best foot and face forward. And some days it's not like that. Some days you have to be vulnerable and you are sad. And, and I mean, Mm -hmm. I can look at the picture of myself at that age and feel very sad for that baby girl. Um, I think that hurts me the most is to wonder what was going through her mind. But I can also yes. look at myself and go, that did not kill me. I did not let it kill me. <laughs> yes. And and that's um, that's taking back your power. That's like, I think that's the, the biggest thing for me oh, yes. is for so many years that took my power. And then I gave it away. I gave it away to people who did not deserve it. And taking it back for myself was one of the most powerful things I have ever done. It's, Mm -hmm. it's just owning yourself. Finally. Um, I think, um, when I was having the physical manifestation the things that were finally coming forward, uh, from my body, being out of control was something I did not like. I did not like having control over that and certainly not understanding it. And so now that I have the tools to deal with it, um, it, it is, it is powerful. You know, I think that's something we all learn through yes. the different things um, um, is that there's some things, some practices, some some coping techniques that that give you back your power. You don't feel so out of control either by your body mm-hmm. or your emotions that you can pull them back in check and um, and say, finally, this doesn't have to control me anymore. So it was, um, it was an amazing part of my life. Um, it is still to this day as hard as it was. Uh, it almost felt like I'd ran a marathon. It is, um, it really is, um, it's worth every hard thing that even came afterwards because you're like, you say Pandora's box for me, it was like ripping off a bandaid that had been there my entire life. And with a very exposed, Mm -hmm. um, scar. Um, but once it's off, you got to deal with it. Yeah. Or it deals with you. Like you said, you know, it takes courage to take that first step. And yes, and, and we did, you know, so we're yes. brave yes. women, right? And and uh, then you need to identify what's happening, the root of all your problems. And it's, I know it's painful and, and oh my goodness, it's <laughs> exhausting. The fact that you're going to have everything right. to the surface. But then you're like, okay, now I have to deal with this. But yes, you can, like you said many times, there's yes. hope. You have to, you have to face it, you know, despite of the pain, the, the struggle, yeah. you're going to make it. It's that, uh, and it, the, the crazy thing, it's that pain that you tried to keep buried for so long. And now you dug it up yourself to deal with. And it was like, what have I done? What am I doing? Um, because you almost have to relive a lot of things and, um, yes, but I think that reliving it with the knowledge that we have now, the knowledge of how our brain and how our bodies work, the knowledge, um, is, is what makes it even more powerful is maybe we lived a lot of our life with guilt 
deep guilt over things. But what we learned, what we were empowered with is a lot of what happened after that is not our fault. It's not. And I refuse to carry the fault of that anymore. It it is um, to know how your mind works and how we're formed. And especially those of us that these things happened at such an early age, um, the depth of the trauma that that is there because that's your forming stages of your life. That's, that's the, um, mm-hmm. where your brain and your body are, um, maturing still, and it sets a pathway, uh, for the remainder of your life, but just to let go of the guilt and know it, it's not an excuse. It's just taking ownership of yes, that happened but it would not have something been something that I chose for myself had I not been in this situation. And so it's, um, it's just taking each one of those feelings and even through those bad scenarios and go, I would not have done that had this not been done to me. And, and like I said, that's not an excuse. That is just speaking your truth. And, um, and the power in speaking your truth is something I just want people to know you cannot explain it when you have the opportunity to share your story. I think you should, um, there we are planting planting seeds and I'm, I'm, that is what I'm here for in life. Um, I just want to invest myself, uh, in healing. You know, if I let this take over my life and, um, and never speak about it. Um, I think that takes away my power. My power is speaking about it. My power is to help others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think every yeah. time I speak, I get stronger. I get stronger because I yeah. just know that um, that people need to hear that people need to hear it and have a safe space mm-hmm. to talk about it. So. And that's, that's really what I have to say today. And I, I just thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm just blessed to, um, to, to know you and to be your friend and that have to have witnessed your growth and you're happy. Oh, I love your happy. Um, I do because I, uh, when I met you, I could see a bubbly, happy person that was just burdened. And, um, (laughs) and even through those, those times you were still smiling, like we could still find the time to smile. Um, and you have a beautiful smile. And I think that that's something that you get to, to share with the world again. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you for accepting this invitation. It's It's a blessing for me to be able to, to have this conversation with you, to have a conversation with you. Like even in that place, we were like the first one. <laughs> we were, we weren't we? We'd get up remember? super early to go find coffee. <laughs> yes. Have Isn't coffee, it funny right? now that we're joined by coffee again? <laughs> yes yes i love that, that you made that association it wasn't the, <laughs> it the was it was my sweet friend <laughs> for sure okay my yes, beautiful ma'am. sister i, I love, love you more. very much <laughs> thank you Thank you for sharing your story. Thank, Thank you for you. doing what you're Thank doing. Thank you for having me today. Yes, you're welcome. Anytime. I will do Please that. Back. <laughs> okay, that's all for today, friends. 
Thanks for tuning into this episode. If there's someone that would like to get more information about this place we talked about today, please feel free to send me an email at uncafecitoconmariaregina at gmail.com and I will be more than happy to give you more details about it. I hope you've been inspired and empowered. If so, I would love if you hit the subscribe button and you start following us so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, I want to invite you all to visit my website, www.mariapolanos.net to check out my blog and to know a little bit more about me. Okay, I'm going to get going. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>